with Saints Row 5 right around the corner. Wait, that was just a rumor? Well, nevertheless, we here at Suggestive Gaming figured it would be a fun trip down memory lane to take a look back at the storyline of the Saints Row series. Note that we won't be covering the mobile games since their stories are generally unrelated, certain non-canon DLCs, as well as the cancelled game Money Shot for obvious reasons. Also, to save myself from a litany of comments, while the Saints Row series bears several references and similarities to the Red Faction series, developers have confirmed on several accounts that they are completely separate. So, sorry, but we won't be touching those either, at least not right now. We will, however, cover Agents of Mayhem, the Saints Row spin-off game, at the end of this video as a bonus, as voted on by you, the subscribers of the channel. Now before we begin, we do ask that if you enjoyed these story summary videos, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Suggestive Gaming is only two people, and we have been trying extremely hard to put these videos out faster and more consistently, and your support would go miles to help us do so. So head on over there and check out the perks. We understand if you can't, however, so just make sure you hit that subscribe button either way. With all that said, this is what you need to know about Saints Row. Our story begins in the year 2006 in the city of Stillwater, where we meet our protagonist caught in the middle of a gunfight with warring gangs, the Westside Rollers, the Vice Kings, and Los Canales. Right before one of the kings shoot him, however, he is rescued by two members of another gang, the Third Street Saints, Julius Little and Troy Bradshaw. The protagonist meets Julius, who is the leader of the Saints, at their headquarters, a derelict church in the city's Saints Road district. There he is jumped into the gang, but proves himself in combat, successfully becoming a member of the Saints. Julius reveals to the protagonist that he plans to build up the Saints' reputation, and eventually take down the rest of the rival gangs to take complete control of Stillwater with the help of the Saints' other lieutenants. Working with Johnny Gat and Dex, the men stage a plot to fake the death of Gat's girlfriend Aisha, a recording artist for the Vice King's record label. This sparks a war with the King's leader, Benjamin King, who eventually surrenders after the Saints cripple his gang and businesses. Another Saint Lieutenant, Lynn, goes undercover and infiltrates the Rollers, but is discovered and killed. The protagonist avenges her death by killing their leader, William Sharp, followed by his nephew, Joseph Price. The protagonist and Troy also take down Los Canales, disrupting their drug deals and eventually killing their leaders, brothers Hector and Angelo Lopez. Having successfully taken over Stillwater for the Saints, the protagonist is promoted by Julius to the gang's number two in command. However, after Julius is arrested, he steps in and takes over leading the Saints. A corrupt police chief named Richard Monroe threatens to kill Julius unless the Saints publicly assassinate the mayor, Marshall Winslow. They do this, but when Monroe doesn't release Julius in return, the Saints ambush Winslow's funeral and kill Monroe. Afterwards, Alderman and Winslow's mayoral opponent, Richard Hughes, invites the protagonist to meet him on his yacht to make peace and retrieve Julius. However, upon meeting him there, Hughes reveals that he used the Saints' gain activity as an excuse to redevelop the community, receiving government funding to do so. Having no more use in the Saints, Hughes orders his men to kill the protagonist, but just before they can, a bomb explodes on the boat, killing Hughes and his men and putting the protagonist into a coma. Years later, the protagonist awakens inside of a prison hospital, where he meets another prisoner, Carlos Mendoza, a brother of a former Saints member who got himself shanked in order to meet the protagonist. Carlos then helps the protagonist escape the prison and steal a boat to get back to Stillwater. On the way, he explains that without a leader, the Saints have since fallen apart, and new gangs along with the mega-corporation Altor have sprung up to claim the territory left vacant by the Saints. Later, the protagonist catches a news report announcing the death sentence of Johnny Gat, being prosecuted for 387 murders as well as the attempted murder of Troy Bradshaw, who had been an undercover cop during his tenure with the Saints, and since became chief of police. The protagonist breaks Gat out of the courthouse and they reunite with Aisha. They take over a hotel destroyed by an earthquake and set out to rebuild the gang and recapture the city. Looking to recruit new lieutenants, the protagonist suggests Carlos, and Gat brings up two fellow jail inmates, Pierce Washington and a woman named Shondi. 
Once again, the protagonist works with his lieutenants to take down the rival gangs. With Pierce, he sets off to take out the Ronin. However, during this campaign, the Ronin attack the Saints and murder Aisha. Gat and the protagonist kill their leaders and avenge her death. Carlos and the protagonist take care of the Brotherhood, however, Carlos is kidnapped by their leader's girlfriend Jessica and stuffed in a trunk. The protagonist tries to save him, but arrives too late and is forced to shoot Carlos to put him out of his misery. Later, the protagonist kidnaps Jessica, placing her in her trunk, and tricking her boyfriend Myro to kill her in a destruction derby. Later, the protagonist kills Myro. Finally, with Shondi, he takes down the sons of Samdi, using her connections to ex-boyfriend DJ Veteran Child along with her hacking skills. After taking control of Stillwater once again, the protagonist decides to go visit Troy at the police station, finding recorded conversations with Dex, who left the Saints to work for Ultor. Through these tapes, he discovered that it was Julius who planted and detonated the bomb. The protagonist calls Dex, who asks him to meet at the Saints' old church. When he gets there, however, instead of Dex, he finds Julius. The two argue but are forced to ally temporarily as the church is attacked by Masako, Ultor's privatized defense agency. After surviving the attack, the protagonist shoots Julius in the chest. Before he dies, however, the two argue about what the saints have become before the protagonist shoots him in the head, finally killing him. With the rival gangs and Julius out of their way, the saints are then targeted by Altor. A Masako unit attacks and captures the lieutenants, but they all escape, regroup, and plan to attack their secret facility, the Pyramid. Johnny and the protagonist do so, destroying Altor's weapon stockpile. Afterwards, Pierce learns of a meeting between Altor executives on a cruise ship, which the protagonist goes to and interrupts, killing its participants. Due to the death of all of Altor's directors, Dane Vogel, Altor's head of special projects who had been using the chaos caused by the saints and rival gangs to manipulate the housing market and buy up various plots of land, is promoted to chairman of the board for Altor. Vogel schedules a press conference to announce this move, but during it, the saints attempt an assassination. An Altor security guard catches Gat, however, and in the scuffle he fires off a shot, causing the crowd to scramble, allowing Vogel to escape to his tower in the chaos. The protagonist is able to attack and infiltrate the building, however, and he confronts Vogel in his office. Vogel attempts to reason with him, but he is met with a gunshot to the mouth, which forces him back through the window, and he falls to his death. Later, Dex goes into hiding, and the Saints make peace with the new CEO of Altor, Eric Griffin. This strikes up a partnership between the Saints and the Mega Corporation. Some years later, the Saints have gained an immense amount of fame, becoming a massive media empire. A method actor named Josh Burke, known for playing vampire-hunting vampire Nightblade, joins the protagonist, Shondi, and Gat in robbing a bank to better understand his role in an upcoming biographical film based on the Saints. However, the attempt is thwarted by operatives of the Morningstar gang, whose leader, Philippe Loren, owns the bank. Josh is able to escape, but the Saints are arrested by SWAT and retrieved by Philippe's right-hand women, twins Kiki and Viola de Winter, and are taken to him in his jet. Philippe offers them a deal to share their profits with the Syndicate, a larger criminal organization consisting of multiple gangs, led by Philippe. They refuse and Gat takes over the plane, allowing Shondi and the protagonist to jump out of it. However, during a call back to Johnny during their escape, the protagonist and Shondi hear him get cut off by gunfire. After landing in the city of Steelport, the Saints vow to avenge Gat's death by taking down Philippe and the Syndicate. Meanwhile, Philippe has Matt Miller, leader of the Syndicate gang, the Deckers, hack the Saints' bank accounts to bankrupt them. Protagonist and Shondi call in Pierce to join them in their efforts, and with his help, they take over a penthouse from Morningstar, using it as their new headquarters in Steelport. During their fight to get to the Syndicate Tower to retrieve Gat's body, the Saints meet Oleg, a brutish former KGB agent whom the Syndicate have been experimenting on to create clone soldiers. 
After the protagonist kills Philippe as he tries to escape the tower, the Saints retrieve Gat's body and return to Stillwater to bury him. However, once there, they are attacked by another syndicate gang, the Luchadors, led by Kilbane, who has assumed control after Philippe's death. The Luchadors destroy a bridge dedicated to the memory of Richard Hughes, the politician that planned to kill the protagonist on his yacht years ago. After escaping the attack, Oleg informs the Saints that they need to build up some support in order to take down the much more powerful syndicate. They return to Steelport and recruit a former FBI agent and hacker Kinsey Kensington, pimp and criminal resource Zemos, and former luchador Angel De La Morte. After a party thrown at Saints HQ is attacked by Morningstar, posing as the strippers, the protagonist and Zemos decide it's time to take the gang down. Meanwhile, Kilbane kills Kiki De Winter, and her sister Viola retreats to join the Saints, tipping them off on various prostitution operations which they intercept to devalue and take down Morningstar. Afterwards, a new special tactical anti-gang, or STAG, task force is assembled to combat the gang activity in Steelport, and they begin a war against the Saints, recruiting Josh Burke to use his Nightblade character as their public mascot. The Saints kidnap Burke in order to draw Stag out, and their leader, Cyrus Temple, makes a deal for his return in exchange for temporary immunity for the Saints. However, Shondi is captured by Cyrus' second-in-command, Kia. The protagonist disguises himself as Cyrus and arranges a fake capture of Pierce and Viola, taking them to Stag's aircraft carrier. There, they are able to rescue Shondi, destroying the base as they escape. After several battles with Stag, including stopping a zombie infestation with Steelport Mayor Burt Reynolds, as well as discovering and befriending a clone of Gat named Johnny Tag, the Saints discover that Kilbane has publicly begun to blame them for the destruction of the bridge in Stillwater. Shondi and the protagonist trace the broadcast and chase Kilbane down, but he is able to escape. However, the protagonist is able to steal a supercomputer, which he uses to enter the Decker's network and defeat their leader Matt Miller's avatar, taking them down. Later, Viola informs the protagonist that the way to finally take down Kilbane is to humiliate him by unmasking him at the upcoming Murder Brawl wrestling event. The protagonist and Angel defeat him at Murder Brawl and humiliate him, finally taking over Steelport and fully dissolving the Syndicate. However, Kilbane does not go down easily, and his remaining luchadors engage in a massive war with Stag. As Kilbane attempts to flee, the protagonist starts to follow him before receiving a call from Kia, informing him that a monument containing Shondi, Viola, and the mayor is about to be blown up. The protagonist has a choice to kill Kilbane or save Shondi and the others. In the canon storyline, he chooses to save Shondi and makes his way to the monument. He removes the bombs from around it, then kills Kia, saving the hostages. Afterwards, Cyrus attempts to have the Saints arrested as terrorists, but Monica Hughes, Richard's widow and current U.S. Senator, lauds them as heroes for saving the monument and sends Stag out of Steelport. Later, we see the Saints on Mars, finally finding and defeating Kilbane. However, very shortly thereafter, it is revealed to simply be a scene for a movie starring the Saints called Gangstas in Space. Shortly after, the protagonist, Pierce, and Shondi meet with MI6 agent Asha Odakar and her handler, Matt Miller, and together they embark on a mission to take down Cyrus, who has since turned terrorist. The protagonist kills Cyrus, but not before he successfully launches a nuclear missile towards Washington, D.C. The protagonist, risking his life, climbs the missile while it launches, disabling it in midair before jumping off as it explodes. The protagonist falls through the White House, landing in the Oval Office. This act of heroism leads to the protagonist being elected as President of the United States, with actor Keith David as his Vice President and fellow Saints members as his cabinet. Five years later, the protagonist, on his way to a press conference, is informed by Asha and Matt of an incoming alien invasion. Very shortly thereafter, the invasion begins, and their leader, Zinyak, captures the cabinet before fighting hand-to-hand -hand with the protagonist. Our hero is unable to defeat Zinyak, however, who defeats him with his superior strength. 
The protagonist then wakes up, seemingly in a squeaky clean 1950s sitcom. Suspecting something wrong, the protagonist eventually hears Kinsey, who hacks into this simulation and provides him with various weapons to cause a disruption to the system. Zinyak becomes enraged by this defiance and throws the protagonist into a simulation of an alien-controlled version of Steelport, threatening to destroy Earth if he tries to escape. With Kinsey's help, however, the protagonist escapes the simulation and meets her and Keith David, and the three steal an alien ship to escape. As they head back to Earth, Zinyak holds true on his threat and destroys the planet before they can arrive. Vowing to avenge the loss of the planet, the protagonist continuously re-enters the simulation to rescue the other saints by helping them escape with assistance from another trapped being named Sid, whom they find a robot body for. After rescuing the other saints, the protagonist learns that Johnny Gat is actually still alive and was never gunned down, but instead captured by Zinyak, who saw him as a threat to his Earth invasion plans. Gat is rescued, but in doing so, the saints reveal their position to Zinyak, who ambushes their ship and captures Kinsey. Keith also double-crosses the Saints in a deal with Zinyak to restore Earth. However, the protagonists, with the help of pro-wrestler Rowdy Rowdy Piper, snap Keith back into reality and convince him to come back. The protagonist also re-enters the 1950s simulation to save Kinsey and bring her back as well. The protagonist then overloads the simulation and steals a pair of power armor, using it to fight Zinyak, eventually beheading him and taking over his alien empire. Zinyak's former servant, Zinjai, informs him that the aliens had a method of time travel, allowing the saints to return back to a time before Earth was destroyed. They also rescue a captured Jane Austen. Sometime after the saints travel through time, they return to their ship and celebrate Kinsey's birthday. However, after pulling out a Ouija board that once belonged to occultist Aleister Crowley, they ask it whom the protagonist will marry. Unbeknownst to them, Satan spells out Jezebel, his daughter, and he opens a portal which pulls the protagonist down to hell. Gat and Kinsey follow him to hell and surprisingly find Altor, as well as their former head, Dane Vogel, who actually helps them save the protagonist. After gaining Satan's attention, Gat makes his way to Satan's palace to stop the wedding. There, Satan offers to let Kinsey and the protagonist go free if Gat agrees to take his place as Jezebel's husband. Johnny refuses and forces Satan into a fight, which he successfully defeats him in. Kinsey, the protagonist, and Jezebel are sent back to the mortal world, but Gat is held by God who explains that Satan actually captured the protagonist to use him in Attack on Heaven. To repay Johnny for stopping the plot, he offers him five choices. To go to heaven and reunite with Aisha, return to hell to take Satan's place as king, locate a new planet for the saints to rebuild humanity, be told all the secrets of the universe, or recreate Earth and reset the entire universe of the Saints Row series. If Gat chooses the option to recreate Earth, we find him and Kinsey in the new universe as law enforcement agents, preparing to question somebody named Brimstone. This is Persephone Brimstone, a former member of the supervillain organization Legion, which she left after the latter's leader, the Morningstar, decided to use dark matter to achieve ultimate power and take over the world. After Legion revealed themselves to the world with a massive attack that later became known as Devil's Night, Persephone sets up her own team, Mayhem, at a base in Seoul, South Korea, and she sends her agents to track down Dr. Babylon, the leader of Legion's Ministry of Pride. To combat them, Babylon first uses one of his subordinates to cause terror to distract the agents, whom ultimately defeat him. Babylon then uses a young singer named August Gaunt, as well as his influence, to brainwash his Legion of fans against Mayhem but they are able to turn off his voice-correcting technology, upsetting his fans and eliminating his power. Later, Mayhem attempts to steal a virus in the form of a virtual pop idol called Aisha. However, another one of Babylon's men, a cybernetic warrior named Steeltoe, finds the virus and falls in love with her. The two then arrange a virtual wedding, but the agents crash it and stop the unison, eventually destroying Aisha. 
Babylon then sends Ariadne, a scientist whom he tries to control with a microchip to attack the agents. She's able to overcome the influence of the chip, but the ordeal drives her insane, and she instead plots revenge against Babylon, who has created a giant robot named Project Damocles to launch an attack on the city and obtain a dark matter crystal. However, Babylon learns that Ariadne had put her microchip into Damocles in order to drive Babylon insane, but this instead leads him to realize that he can bypass Legion and use the dark matter to remake reality in his image. The agents then enter the rift he has created and destroy the dark matter crystal, foiling his plan and restoring reality. Afterwards, Babylon is taken by a Legion enforcer named Marcus Longinus, and Persephone decides to pull Mayhem out of Seoul, leaving their next mission to take down Legion currently unwritten. And with that, we reach the end of the Saints Row saga. But who knows, maybe one day we'll return to Stillwater or Steelport for a new adventure with our favorite purple-clad gang. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching this video, and as always, leave a like and a comment letting us know you enjoyed it. Please consider supporting us on Patreon, and make sure you click subscribe and ring the bell because our next video is covering Borderlands, and you do not want to miss it. Special thanks to our current patrons, William Mathers, Stephen Castaneda, and some grass clippings. We love you so very much.